0: Uh, join me. I'm, I'm doing that on purpose. Coming up. Thank you, Neil. So, as you come up, I'm I'm aware that not everybody will know you. So I'm going to start off with the first question. Say, so who are you? And this is your chance to introduce yourselves uh, to the congregation.
1: Oh, the short version. I am Daniela Amestegui. And I've been coming here for almost a year.
2: Good morning. I'm uh, Rupert Campbell. So I've been coming also for just over a year. Um, And Laura is my wife over there. And uh, I'm from New Zealand. She's from Vancouver. Nice to meet you. Uh, I've been coming here just over a year, too. I'm
3: from
0: Australia. And my name is Andrew. Great. Well, thank you. And... um, and you get a chance to ask him a little bit more afterwards. But uh, there was a there was a lot that Neil shared. Uh, I know the question then is so what did you hear? This is not an appraisal of what of Neil's message, but um, what you heard that what was what felt relevant to you, um, Daniela. Let's start with you.
1: Okay. Um, I was surprised of how relevant huh? <laughs> it is. Um, this what I heard today, to my life, for my life, because um, I was struggling with identity issues. I am from Bolivia. Um, I moved to Canada two years ago uh, to study at Regent. Um, I'm a graphic designer, but I decided to study theology. I came as a single person, and then a year later, I married Walter. who's over there, too, and he's Canadian, so I had like many shifts in my life. And I changed church, and I started talking in English almost 24-7. And, yeah, from graphic design to theology and a lot of books and essays and stuff like that. I think I lost myself. That's what I thought. I'm like, I don't know who I am. (laughs) And I was, I think I started clinging on to my nationality for some reason. I thought, I'm Bolivian. I'm Latina. And... (laughs) Um, And that just created a lot of stress and didn't help at all. So I realized that one of the things that remained uh, stable and was always there, like the psalm says, uh, was God. Uh, My life in Bolivia, my life here, everything that I did, God was there. And he never changed. He never left me. And um, just hearing what Neil said... I resonated with that so much. Like, yes, he was there anywhere I went. And even when I was angry and frustrated, he was still there hearing everything that I had to say. Um, So, yeah, basically that my identity is shaped by my relationship with him was the thing that resonated with me the most because other things can change and they do change. Life is about that. Uh, But that is stable. Your relationship with God is a stable thing, and he's not going to leave you, and he's going to tell you who you are in any circumstance that you go through. So,
2: yeah. yeah, I really relate to that as well. Thanks, Danielle. So I spent about a third of my life in New Zealand, a third in Europe, um, between England and Germany, a third in the US, where I felt called to study Chinese and go to China. And so I also went through this long transition of um, what I, I I don't think you realize you're in an identity crisis and that's what you're searching for, but I think fundamentally most people, if not all, go through that process. And I always identified as a New Zealander, but as oh, I haven't spent that much time there. I spent most of my time as an alien. And I ended up going back um, uh, when I was about 20, and I went back to my hometown for six months, realized there was nobody my own age. <laughs> and i ended up going to the chinese church um, so i did chinese all mandarin became a christian in mandarin and i realized we're part of something bigger you know this it's not uh, and that's what really spoke to me about the sermon was you're part of a bigger picture you have these trappings of identity you have these trappings of image and then it all just isn't that important um, they're part of our daily life Um, But what's really important is is the bigger picture and that deeper relationship. Um, And I'll save the second half of what I'm gonna say for the next question.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well, both of those statements really resonate with me. Um, I've been here for 10 years. And uh, certainly when you immigrate to a country, uh, you have a lot of challenges when you first start. And identity is one of them, especially I guess as a woman too, but especially as a man when you're working and the work opportunities that you have left are are different now and men do or we do tend to identify who we are by what we do. The first question you ask a guy is, oh, what do you do? Um, And so that has been something to loosen more and more. I tried not to be too identified by my calling, my work, earlier in life, but it's always a a challenge, and um, I think that this idea of God searching us, I have experienced that, and he searches and says, really, are you really sure that that's your identity? Uh, Are are you sure your identity's in me? Not really. You are still relying on that part of your character. You're still relying on that part of your character. No, I actually want to go deeper with you, and I guess that's that's where um, I felt a real resonance with the With the message.
0: That's great. Thank you. Um, all of you, uh, things that you've said. In fact, all of us sitting here on the stage, and many out here of having come in from different parts of the world and choosing to make this our place of home. And the question of so who are you is is often one of those points I wonder then sets my mind to thinking about the implications for us as a church in a city made up of many, many immigrants and the opportunity uh, as people search for that meaning and identity and the, the relevance then of uh, of the gospel that we have to share. Um, so what do you do with this uh, that you've heard and all that the Lord has stirred up? Um, where do you take it?
1: Well, I think that Neil kind of answered that for us. I think that was a great idea to um, practice every day um, in prayer at this question and writing that uh, psalm saying, "Search me, oh God, I loved that, and I was already thinking of doing something similar because I think as humans we tend to like cling on to something and I was holding on to like oh, I'm bolivian or I am not this, rejecting things and like trying to hold on to other things and I think that was a, a mistake. Uh, I think now the challenge for me is in those moments or not even waiting to like you're in a crisis. Just every day try to have this uh, relationship with God and let him tell you who you are and that you are loved and who he is too. So I think that's what I'm um, going to try to do. I think that's a challenge for all of us and I'm really grateful um, that I got to hear it today. Thanks, Neil.
2: Yeah, so I think um, I keep having this image of, of identity as like a, a collection of knickknacks that's kind of on a bookshelf or maybe even like a Christmas tree where you have all your different decorations and it's just, it's just all the different things that you do that make up who you are. But at the end of the day, when you find your identity as a Christian, as the primary lens, it's like the star on the top of the tree that puts everything into, f- into perspective. And it's not that those other things aren't there. They just become secondary. And I think um, that's really what happened in my life. And I've realized that the difference being having your identity in Christ on a, on a practical level is you can connect with other Christians in such a deeper way, and you can connect with God. And he, he so often connects. He wants us to connect um, in, in community. So uh, that thoughtful exercise I also think is fantastic. And then second to that is, is, is your small groups Um, people that are close to you and and praying for one another and that's what really happened for me is is just the lord speaking into my life through friends that i made that only could have happened through the spirit Um, and i have other parts of my life which shape my identity where i have fantastic relationships but they never go that deep they don't they don't shape who i am at my core it only stays kind of this level
3: That's true. When I go back to Australia and play cards with my non-Christian buddies, um, it's not deep. As soon as I came here, uh, or as soon as I'm with my Christian buddies, it's deep. Um, But I want to say thank you, uh, Neil, because I I guess the psalm is ultimately great comfort. It's not all up to me. I don't have to be in control because there's so much that I can't control. In fact, nothing, really. Um, And uh, it's a relief. Um, and I think of I, one of the pictures, that verse where it says, you hem me in, you lay your hand on me. And I just remember my dad, it's, a, it's just a, a picture, uh, when we would have a photograph, we had six kids in our family. And when my dad put his hand on my head in the picture, I felt loved. And, and when I saw that, I thought, that reminds me of dad. Um, he loves me. He really loves me. And that was your refrain through the whole thing. I am, and I am loved. And what a great uh, message. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks very much.